0: welcome back to another episode of a cup of coffee this is leave coffee i'm your host your speaker this is episode six thank you for um listening in tuning in to this episode here i want to wish everyone a happy new year i know it just passed i know uh the holidays can be hard for some people we often lose people or we often uh, think about the people we did lose the following year or previous years. So, if you're one of those people who didn't really get the full celebration of the holidays because a loved one has been lost, uh, my prayers go out to you. Um, I was not able to go to my fourth Christmas, as I spoke about in the last episode. I celebrated with my mom. I celebrated with my girlfriend's family, and they celebrate three Christmases. They celebrate with them with her mother's parents, with her father's parents. And then was just her parents at their house and I celebrated with my mom uh, at her house and I wasn't able to go to the, my fourth Christmas because I was sick I had uh, some Crohn's disease problems I suffer from Crohn's disease which is an annoying disease that makes my stomach hurt it makes me uh, be very fatigued uh, not very hungry my weight goes up and down I used to rest a lot it's, it's very annoying um, I suggest anyone who doesn't know about Crohn's disease or if you know someone who has Crohn's disease or or ulcerative colitis, or just IBD in general, I would say look it up because it's very annoying. Uh, There actually is a app for that called In My Shoes app, and it basically gives you a quick rundown overview of a 24-hour lifespan for someone who has Crohn's disease. So it starts off like, hey, you have to go to the restroom. Did you make it? Yes or no? Fun fact, some people who have Crohn's disease don't always make it to the restroom. You're not always able to hold your valve movement or your urine in your body, so you have to go right then and there. It's not a time of like, hey, I can hold it in. I'm going to wait. So it gives you things like that. Ask you to take a picture of the of the toilet you're going to use for the first time. I know it's kind of weird to say that, but i you take a picture of it. Then it says, okay, hey. Then it gives you like a mood, a pain, and a something else that it, it judges. Oh, energy, mood, pain, energy, and you have to kind of like balance those three things out throughout the day so let's say if you didn't make it to the restroom your mood is going to go down your energy is going to go down you know and your pain well your pain to be at zero because you won't be in pain you use the restroom but let's say you did make it to the restroom okay that's great you move would say yep but your energy will go down because you're now having to waste energy to go to the restroom things like that you're at work your body's hurting you can't really um funk not function but you can't really stay mentally engaged at work because you're thinking about your body hurting it's small things like that that the app um takes you through it's a 24-hour thing and they tell you keep your phone on loud keep it up keep it on overnight because even at nighttime if you have Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis you have to go to the restroom in the middle of the night your body wakes you up and say hey we have to go to the restroom now there is no waiting there is no maybe later there's no i'm gonna hold it all night no because you will make you know make mistakes or use the restroom on yourself while you're sleeping or have to wake up and start dribbling on yourself while you're trying to go to the bathroom and things like that so i recommend anyone who didn't uh sorry about that i recommend anyone who doesn't have crohn's disease ulcerative colitis or any ibd i say i recommend get the in my shoes app to just know about it because many people suffer from these diseases and it's not technically seen as a disability because you can't look at someone and say, "Oh, you're physically disabled." You can't look at someone and say, "Oh, you're struggling," because it's all internal. And for the most part, on the outside, we look a hundred percent completely normal people. We, you don't have to walk with a lamp. You don't have to, you know, your body isn't disfigured or anything like that. So again, I would say get that get that app, look into it, and just. Try to put yourself in someone else's shoes to see that, hey, not all diseases or all disabilities are able to be seen from the outside. Some, some things are basically kept in internally and it's not a mental thing. It's a physical thing, but it can weigh on your mental. Like, it, it just imagine you being in pain all day. You're going to start, you know, getting depressed. You're not you're not want you're not you will. you will start to avoid going places. Just imagine you being in pain all day. And it's like, hey, I'm in pain. What's going on? My body hurts. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go out with my friends. I don't want to go to dinner. I don't want to cook dinner. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to work out. I don't want to do this. And for me specifically, I don't know. A lot of people say, oh, well, you gained weight, you got kind of fat. It's like uh, my stomach is bloated because I have Crohn's disease because I can't afford to, t- to take my medicine because I can't afford to go to the doctor. It's too expensive to try to live on your own Pay full rent, pay all your bills, and have a medical condition and have to pay two hundred plus dollars a month for health insurance, plus pay extra a hundred for my medication. I can't afford that, so for me, I just walk around with a with a bloated belly and pain most of the day I try to take you know over the counter like a leave or advil things like that to take the pain away, but you know it it it's a disease that sucks, but it's different for everyone, so my struggles could be different for someone else's struggles and so on and so forth. I just say everyone get the app, download it at least for a day and share your responses because the people who made the app, who discovered this app are trying to get as many responses as possible to start changing laws and pushing initiatives or, you know, try to help get better medication for people who suffer with these type of diseases. Um, again, this is the New Year episode, so I do want to say Happy New Year's again to everyone. And this New Year's, it was different for me. Um, I went out with my girlfriend. We went to Long Beach and we were just looking for something to do. We didn't really want to go to a club. We didn't want to go. We didn't want to go out and party. We're very big on people watching. And I know it sounds weird. It sounds kind of crazy. No, we're not stalkers. No, we're not crazy people. We just very much enjoy seeing people in their natural habitat. We enjoy seeing people doing what they will naturally be doing on a everyday basis, like when people are walking, people are talking. We like to we like to eavesdrop on conversations and see what other people are saying. Like what? So and so said what? Oh my God. Or sometimes we just look at people and like we just start creating a dialogue out of the out of the blue. So we went to Long Beach and we went uh we were in downtown Long Beach, down bottle water and we were just walking around. We found these rocking chairs. And with the rocking chairs, next to these rocking chairs they had this um this bridge, but they had locks on the bridge, like on the gate. It's kind of like, like a chain gate type thing on the bridge, and they have locks, and they're like called love locks. And from what I understand, and if I'm wrong, I know someone's gonna correct me. What from what I understand about it is that people either get custom locks or get locks created for them. They go there, they tie it on the fence, they lock the, and then they lock the lock on the gate. Some people throw it over the lock in the water. I don't think that's smart because uh, I've seen our water and we have like a lot of plastic and stuff in our water. So that's not good for the fish, especially because we eat the fish. So just imagine like a fish eating a lock or some plastic. And then you eating that fish, that'd be kind of weird. But anywho, you lock the lock onto the fence and it's supposed to symbolize forever love. They don't cut them down. They don't do anything with them. And I was talking to my girlfriend about it. And she said, yeah, they have them all over the world, like in other different countries. And I've seen this before on a movie about magicians and the guy. It was, but that was like, he locked the key. He locked the lock on the bridge and threw the key into the water. And it was like, oh, that was a secret that was supposed to be kept there. So i seen it in a movie, but I didn't think it was real. But I saw it with my own eyes the other day in Long Beach for New Year's. And it was amazing. I, I really enjoyed it and um it was cool people kept walking by and taking pictures there and we were just like oh this is a really big deal but we didn't know how big it was because to us it's just like okay you put the lock on the gate whatever but i will say next time i will um when i go out there i'll probably get a lock i'll probably get one custom made like a love lock custom made so i hope we could put ours on the gate so that you know symbolizes internal eternal love um but while we we're in long beach I had a funny experience with this guy. So, guy's walking by, he drops some cigarettes. I don't smoke cigarettes; it's not my cup of tea. I don't mess with it. But he drops it. I'm like, "Hey, yo, my man, drop you dropped your drop uh, you your cigarettes. What's going on? Your pose. Here you go." And I'm expecting him to just shake my hand and move on, like, "All right, thank you." But the way he responded. It was like, yo, dog, thank you, dog Hey, G, hey, homie, G, thank you, dog What's up, homie, G, I appreciate it, dog Yeah, homie, yeah, what's up, thank you, dog Yeah, G, I appreciate it, G, for sure What's up, yeah, I appreciate it, yeah, thank you Man, you saved my life, dog You saved my life, like You, you just made my night even better You know how mad I'd be without my cigarettes And you helped me out, G Oh, my dog, I my mean, dog, homie, hey, homie And I was sitting there, I'm like, damn I've never been called homie, G, or dog That much in my life but it's something that happens when people talk to me, and I don't know if this happens to everyone, but I know it specifically happens to me and my girlfriend pointed it out to me with this guy that we saw who dropped the cigarettes. We're gonna call him Bob, okay? so if Bob, if you're listening to this, I'm just calling you bob i don't I didn't get your real name, so oftentimes people like Bob, we will hear them talking and they talk like hey hello my name is bob how are you doing today oh i am splendid this is an amazing day look at the weather the sun is shining everyone's looking ravishing out here it's amazing but then when they talk to me it's like they go from hey to oh what's up bro and that happens all the time to me i don't understand why people do that to me to me but it's annoying as fuck like it is so annoying to hear and see someone talking a certain way when it's like hey how you doing oh my gosh no way totally that's so gnarly bro that is gnarly dude and they go from talking like that to be like oh what's up bro like oh yeah what's up homie yeah yeah what's up like that to me is annoying like talk to me how you talk to your mama if you don't say what's up bruh to your mama don't say what's up, bro, to me, because I talk to everyone the same, whether you're my boss, whether you're my friend, my mama, my girlfriend, one of the homies, whatever. I say, what's up? How you doing? Oh, I'm good, bro. I'm chilling. Now, I do talk differently at work. You know, if I'm talking to a customer, I talk to somebody that I work with. It's I put, on the, I put on the professional voice. I understand that that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, when you're having everyday general conversations with someone. Do not switch up your lingo to try to appease that person that you're speaking with. It doesn't work over. It doesn't go well. Like, no, it's annoying. Don't hit me with the yo, 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 homie, yo. But at home, you're saying, hello, how you doing? You know, talk to me how you talk. Just do that. I will very much. More appreciate you talk to me normally than you try to talk how I talk and then you look and sound stupid and I'm sitting there judging the fuck out of you like, why is this dummy talking this way? I know this isn't how you talk and it happens all the time, especially when me, I'm with my girlfriend and we overhear someone talking and you're talking in a certain way and then you see me and you change your entire sound of your voice, the words you use and all that other shit. It's annoying. So... If you're one of those people, I will say, please stop doing that. Just talk to me or talk to anyone how you normally talk. You don't got to change it up. You don't have to be flip flopping and dipping, dopping. None of that. Just say who you are. Speak how you speak and everything will be OK. Everything will be OK. But um, while we're also in Long Beach, we saw a fireworks show. Now. Um, I don't know how long most fireworks shows are I'm used to them being about 5 minutes maybe 8 minutes this one went on for at least 15 minutes and we were just sitting there looking in the sky like damn this is a long fireworks show and you could tell that it was it was super long because it'll stop right it'll go for like 5 minutes and then it'll stop it'll kind of slow down a little bit and then people will start to turn away then all of a sudden you'll, hear, you'll see a one going in the air and I hear it and like oh turn back around and it's like oh okay we still going and you'll wait a minute then they say like eight minute pass and it'll slow down then i said you see it okay then it's like okay now now it's round number three then it goes then it went for like 11 minutes then it kind of slowed down again and then after that after that like after that one it sped up got kind of faster and around that 15 minute mark it just started going bananas and when I say it was going bananas, it was just like I'm Okay, this was the end of it, right? This was the end of it. Now, I really like being in large crowds of people. If I'm in a room with about a hundred people, two hundred people, that's cool. I that's like my max really. Once it starts to get more than that, I get uncomfortable. And this was outside at Long Beach, down by the water, where's there's thousands of people and the reason I do not like being around that many people because people lose their sense of respect and common courtesy people forget that hey the word excuse me is a word that you can use people forget that hey oh, I'm sorry is a word that you can use people people will just stop walking you walking behind that person you them in about their little five feet of space and they'll just stop and you're like oh why are you just stopping and you got to look around, try to see if you can go around this person. It's kind of like driving in traffic, but peop but with people, so you can go around them easier, but they're stupid and they just stop walking or they'll just like point or they'll just like not move. And it'd be a crowd of people not moving with people trying to walk in between them to get out of the crowd of people who are not moving. Then they'll get you like, like you're stupid. And it's like, no, Hey, the, the event is over. We're all trying to, leave the event we're all trying to go back to our respective cars or our homes or to the bar to the restaurant or to the next party wherever we're trying to go it's not here we're trying to get the hell up out of here but people walk slow or they stop walking and i'm a slow walker i walk at my own little pace my own little groove i be singing songs in my head when i walk just you know by the time but we have to walk about a good mile back to our car so I'm like, all right, so cool. It could be a cool little mile walk. We go talking, all that shit. We couldn't. We went no room to. It was like, she was in front of me. I had my hand holding like one of her belt loops. So that way she was not like turned halfway trying to hold my hand if she was walking. Because uh, this is a side note, but with me, I always walk behind my girlfriend. I never let her walk behind me because if something happens, and like, again, I'm not superhero. I'm not, you know, dun-dun-dun-dun. Lavelle Superman, you know, Lavelle super strong. He's super tough. I'm none of that, but I would prefer her to be in front of me. So that way I can see what's going to happen. And I can either pull her closely, pull her closer to me or, you know, push her out the way, or I can do whatever I need to do to make sure that we both get home safe. Because I always see dudes walk off with their girlfriends. I'm like, yo, what if she gets snatched up? What if she trips and fall? What if she loses something? You're you're supposed to be her second eyes to see what she's going on and what's, what she's doing. That's just my side note of walking in the public with your girlfriend. But anyway, we were walking through the crowd. Got my hand on her belt loop. We're walking, 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 walking. And then she stops because people stop. And I'm like, no, babe, just go this way. Boom. I had to Move her to the right, move her to the left, walk through all these different people. And it was about a mile of that. We finally get to the car. And it's like, damn, this is amazing. But then we get to the car and we parked in a parking lot, right? So in a parking structure. So when you're in a parking structure, you know, you got to do a little pay before you leave type thing and not all parking structures have it where you could pay at the actual arm. Sometimes you got to pay before you get to the arm and then you can leave. It was a line of about 60 people and we're like, nah, bro, I'm not trying to wait in this line. So she was like, babe, forget it. We're going to just try to pay when we get to the, to the exit. If we can, if not, we can always just back up and come back. I'm like, girl. I'm with you. Let's go. So boom, boom, boom. We head to the uh, to the elevator, and then <laughs> this lady gets on and she's trying to close the door. But if you ever been to an elevator, if when people are outside are trying to push the elevator for the new one to come down, if yours already on the bottom floor, with the door open, it's gonna just keep opening the door. So this lady's like, "Stop pushing the button. Stop it. Oh my gosh. No. Stop it. I'm trying to close the door. We're trying to leave." And we're all just like. Yeah, dog, stop pushing the button. She's like, "They won't stop it. We're not gonna be able to go." Hey, you stop it, stop. So she picks her head out the door and says, "Stop." She put her head back in the door and she closed the, put the hit the button, and close the door. We go to our car and we leave. We smash the of there, just boom, hit the freeway, head back to the house. We had a good ass night, man. And um, that was like, New Year's was on a Tuesday, so Wednesday ish, and. I can tell you this much. It was enjoyable. I loved it. Um, I'm not really big on the whole new year, new me thing. That's never been me. I mean, let me take it back. Let me let me not say never because I was a kid once and I was like, yeah, new year, new me. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start doing that. But now that I'm an adult, and I'm a grown ass man. I think that's bullshit. It works for kids because when you're a child, you think in short like short spans of time you think like every month or every three months or even a year so when you're like 13 14 15 you're thinking like at a year at a time like okay this year i want this to happen but as an adult that's some bullshit because if you don't change who you are who you are around and or your habits you're never going to change you're never going to adjust you're never going to become a better person for example i've put on some weight a lot of weight actually. I wanna lose that weight. So I told myself the day after Christmas I'm gonna start running. And I've been running every day since Christmas has passed. That wasn't a new year's resolution. I was like a new year, new me, new me, yeah. None of that. It was just hey, I looked in the mirror, I was like, I need to start losing some weight. So I started running every day. Today I ran a mile and a half. So it in in two weeks I'm trying to be up at two miles running. You know, so that that's how changes are made. That whole new year, new me. That's just some bullshit that somebody that made up to make themselves feel good, sound good and all that other bullshit. It, it's, it's not real. If you want to change, start today. What's today? Today is fucking January 3rd. This episode will probably be out on the 4th. So if you listen to this on the 4th or later, that day is when you want to start changing Then change. You don't got to wait for so-and-so to post a motivational video, a motivational speech and say, now nah, I want to change. You know, look in the mirror and tell yourself, hey, I don't like this about myself. I don't like the way this is going in my life. Start thinking positively. Start moving positively and start being the person you want to be in life because fuck it. If you never change, It's 2020. Next year be 2021 and you'll be saying the same thing. Oh, this is my year. No, nah, no, it's not because you haven't put in the work to change those bad habits that you have. Once those habits get changed, that's when you will change. That's when you will become a better person. That's when you start losing weight. That's when you will start making more money. That's when you will get a better job. That's when you'll go back to school. That's when you will improve your life. Until then, just because the calendar year changes doesn't mean a damn thing to anyone at all. But what I can say, I did learn something from 2019 and I've already posted this on my uh, Instagram account. And my Instagram is uh, King underscore coffee. You'll see me. It's a picture of me, my hands out. If you click on it, it's a public page and you can see my posting, all things like that. Again, it is King underscore coffee, right? What I learned is that. You have to support yourself, and you can't depend on people to treat you how you treat them. People are going to treat you however they want to treat you. You have to better yourself and improve your circle around you if you want to be treated better by the people around you, if you want to be supported by the people around you, and if you want love from the people around you. Continue to work on yourself, and those things will come. Because 2019, I wanted so many different things. And a lot of them came to me, but some of them didn't because of the people who I was putting faith, love, trust, and loyalty in. So I can say I learned that last year, but I won't say the calendar year made me learn that. I just learned it overall. Um, I also learned a new term here. I don't know if it's just new to me or if it's been around for a while. The term is called medium cute. And medium ugly now if you cute cute I guess like you a little bad little thing this don't apply to you and if you ugly ugly this don't apply to you either it applies to us people who are medium cute and this is what I was told it means so this is what I was uh, told this is a definition I was that was given to me and from what I read on Twitter and things like and Facebook and other social media outlets being medium ugly or medium cute means you are around, let's say like a six and a half up until a seven and a half. And I was always told I'm like a seven and a half. So I'm like, okay, I'm medium cute, medium ugly. What does that mean? Basically, it means that you aren't cute, but you're not ugly. You're one of those people where it's like you could have a good hair day good skin day then people are like damn you looking good your clothes matching you looking good you looking good you looking good that's you on a monday tuesday that wednesday go come your hair ain't brushed right your clothes ain't really matching you kind of tired you just do want something really quick to go into the store now you looking ugly ugly now the difference is people are thinking oh well that's everybody no You've seen those people who just throw on some sweatpants and a hoodie, and you're like, fuck, so-and-so look cute. So-and-so look good. Like, how the fuck they do that? Like, when I put that on, I look ugly. That's because they cute no matter what they put on, no matter how they dress, no matter what they wear, no matter anything they do, they are going to look good. Medium cute and medium ugly are different. When you're medium cute, medium ugly, you have to try. But that also means this, you don't got to try too much because you're medium. So, for example, right, most medium cute people from again, this is my definition of what I was told and what I looked up and what I read and what I learned myself. Okay, most medium cute people are the people who have like the good personalities. They're funny. They dress good. They make decent money. They eat good. Probably you don't got like a six pack or, you know, a deep V cut, got a little gut to them. Not too much of a gut to where it's like, damn, you fat, but not skinny to where it's like, oh, you're skinny, you like that, that medium, I heard the word again, you're a medium build person, got a decent smile, always got a nice haircut. Clothes are like, eh, you got different styles. Sometimes you might want to wear baggy clothes. Sometimes you might want to wear straight tight fitted clothes. Sometimes you want to wear like surfer clothes. You don't really have your own style. You have many styles, but you don't look ugly, but you're not all that cute. You're like in the middle. It's kind of like how you see those people when you're like, damn, how the hell did he get with her? Damn, how did she get with him? Like you could do so much better. We all say that because of looks. We're talking about looks when we say those things we're not talking about personalities cause for example what if the person you like damn how did he get with her what if he is a smart intelligent kind well well spoken mature funny individual and he's everything that she wants in a man well not everything cause I believe in the 80 tweeting rule I get that in a few moments I'll put that on the back burner for now but she's almost everything that she wants in the man. And you like, damn, I could I could do her better. I could treat her better. I could do this. I could do that. But what if you're not funny and she loves to laugh? What if you're rude and she likes nice people? What if you're dumb and she wants somebody who's smart? You know, these are the things that people don't think about when they just looking at a couple like, yo, she bad as fuck. How did his ugly ass get with her? Well, he got some attributes outside of his looks that make up for his quote-unquote lack of looks also something else that i found out that fellas we don't think about is that to women we get cuter the better we treat them now some dudes just look good some dudes are very handsome some dudes are just attractive and most women like oh that's the guy i want oh he's cute he's handsome he's this he's that some guys gotta like that every guy doesn't have it like that so if you don't have it like that it's okay trust me bro it's okay be respectful be kind be courteous be smart be intelligent be respectful be a gentleman and i promise you if you a, a low six you know scale of one to ten you a low six you about to become a seven or eight high seven low eight and people go wonder how he get with her well, he's a gentleman, he's respectful, he's hardworking, he's courteous, you know, he's nice, he's courageous, he does things that she wants done for her, She does. he does things that she needs done for her, he's not just some asshole dude like, oh, I got money, I got clothes, I look good, what's up, you know, hey, cutie, come here, that's not how he talks to her, he says, excuse me, beautiful, can I talk to you for a second, how are you doing today, you know, I rub your back I, You know He puts in effort He doesn't think also oh, someone just come to him And then if he gets turned down He doesn't say Oh fuck that bitch He's like Okay no Well you have a good day I wish you the best of luck You know just Talk to you later See you later Bye That's how these Medium ugly people Well sorry Us medium cute people Slash medium ugly people That's how we get people That are quote unquote Out of our league Based upon looks We carry ourselves In a different manner And um uh, I was talking about this A long time ago I wish I did, cause that would be something I would have been saying. So if you listen to this and you medium ugly, tell the person like, "Yo, I know I'm medium ugly, and you cute cute." But listen, or say you medium cute, and that person is cute cute. Tell them your attributes. I'm nice. I'm respectful. I'm kind, and all that shit. And watch your value go through the roof. That's why if you ever think about it, all the people you think or that you're like, "Oh, that person is cute. That person is handsome. That person is this." Damn, he or she look better than me. How come they single? that's why they got a fucked up attitude they're disrespectful they think they know that they're cute or that they're handsome and they use that in a negative way instead of being positive and being respectful to the person that they're trying to pursue so instead of being a good person they're an asshole and guess what assholes they finish last that whole saying oh nice guys finish last no we finish right on time nice people finish right when they're supposed to Cause you go through the ups and downs, left surprise, rights to ends and out and all the turmoil. And then once you look at the end of the road, you're like, damn, this is where I'm supposed to be at, huh? This is what I pray for. This is what it is. It's nice. So to all my medium ugly people, my medium cute people. Stay cute. Stay ugly. Stay wherever you at, but keep that personality up and you know you'll you'll be there. you you you'll make it. Because everybody's made for somebody. Everybody ain't the cutest in the world. Everybody ain't the ugliest in the world. Everybody ain't the funniest in the world. There's always going to be somebody better. So if you just play your part, like play your part in life, just play it. You might get fucked over. You might get cheated on. You might get lied to. You might get used and abused and spit out to the side, to the curb, like trash. But one man's trash or one woman's trash is another man or woman's treasure. So if you keep playing your part, best believe and trust in me it will work out for you it's going to work out for you like trust me um yeah but um I actually just read something real quick because I'm on my phone while I'm doing this podcast and I want to give my prayers to the people in Australia it's a town called Malakuta if I'm saying that wrong I won't apologize for that but they burning right now and I don't mean no, you know, that, that whole place is on fire and people are losing their jobs. People are running to the beaches for safety and for comfort. So, um, I'm a Christian. I don't know people who listen to this, uh, what their religious, religious beliefs are, but I just want to say, I'm praying for you all, for you all. I hope you're okay. I hope you can find some type of safety and I hope you're firefighters can go out there and put the fire out i don't know if they have firefighters or not i i just assume most countries that are developed do um i hope you all can get safe and i hope the fire does go down or you all can get some aid from someone soon i hope so um again i want to send all my prayers and wishes out to you all which all nothing but the best i hope whoever listens to this can also pray for pray for them and i hope they can be uh safe soon um because i live in california and california burns every year like the malibu calabasas area burns every year just i want to say either early, earlier this year uh well sorry it's 2020 last year in 2019 or in 2018 there was a severe fire in malibu and up in like the sacramento area so as a California native, I know about fires. I know how deadly they can be, and how horrific it can be, and how hot it just gets when it's on fire. So, uh, I I don't wish that upon anybody. So, I, w- I hope they can uh, get that taken care of soon and they can get that handled. Um, But other than that, this is about to be the end of the podcast. This is a shorter one, so it's going to be around like 30 some minutes or so. But I'm still on vacation, and I got a few more days of vacation left. And I don't want to, you know, spend too much of my time on this podcast. I haven't really even been on my phone that much. I've been sleeping in and partying all vacation. I I want to continue to do that until Sunday night because I got work in the morning on Monday. I'm back to my nine to five uh, this upcoming Monday. Uh, And other than that. That's it. I'm out of here. This has been another episode of a a cup of coffee. Again, please follow me on my my Instagram. It is king underscore coffee. That is K-I-N-G underscore C-O-F-F-E-Y. You'll see a picture of me. It's a public profile. Give me a follow, a like, and a share. You all have a good day.